Hello, everyone. Welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host, Yolanda, and today I want to wish you all a happy full moon in Sagittarius. So, before we get into today's show, I just want to ask you to take a moment to sink in to connection with yourself. And that can be done very easily just on the breath. So just take a moment to allow your shoulders to fall. And as you breathe, start to feel yourself sink in to you. Allow yourself to connect with the fullness of your being. And start to ask yourself, what is it that you want to experience? What is it that you are full of during this full moon energy? What are you ready to release? And what are you ready to aim for? We have the beautiful support of Sagittarius, the archer, and this energy is really supportive of us keeping our eye on the prize and attaining whatever it is we truly set our heart and focus on. So take some time to sit with that and enjoy the show. Okay, here we are on Reiki Radio. So glad that we have this space to connect with one another. And I have told you about this for months now on the show, but it's just a reminder. If you haven't joined us yet in the Seeker Circle, you are more than welcome to come. It is a space. It is a community where you can join us um, on Facebook. It's a private group where we are asking questions and people are sharing and being supportive of one another. Um, very specific to you know what comes up on this journey and our practices. So people are talking about Reiki, meditation, um, intuitive development, but. Even some people share some of just some personal things about their journey and their experiences. So you are welcome to join us after the show in the Secret Circle. And you can access that through my website, which is uchi.com. That's Y-E-W-C-H-I.com. Sign up for the newsletter, get access to some free gifts, as well as the link to the group. Okay, so we have this full moon energy today, the full moon in Sagittarius. And as we've talked about so many times, you know, the full moon can be a very emotional time because that energy, it kind of wells up whatever it is that we have been holding and we start to acknowledge and realize what we are feeling full of. We are uh, very in tune with how we feel. But we're also surrounded with all of these other people who are feeling all their feels too. So it can be uh, 
we'll say an interesting time during the full moon. But when you have an awareness of what's going on, it helps us to manage and direct our energy and our feelings with more clarity. But with this full moon in particular, what I wanted to talk to you about today is communication. And the first thing that came to mind is that communication is key. You know, we have that saying, communication is key. But then I started to ask, it's key to what? And when I sat with that and started to consider what is it actually a key to, a few things came to mind. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about today. Is your communication a key to your feeling? Is it revealing what you are holding on to emotionally? Is your communication a key to understanding? Are you seeking to understand something or are you trying to communicate for someone else to have understanding? Is your communication a key to the movement of energy? And when we talk about communication, of course, this is a a wider lens than just what we speak, although we'll go a little more into that. But we can communicate through art. We can communicate through behavior. We can communicate through um, just, I mean, everything that we do is some form of communication, right? Your body language is communicating a lot at any given time. What are you communicating through all of these different channels and modes, and why? Why are you communicating in the way that you are? And again, what is it a key to? What is the purpose? Or what is your communication revealing to you about you? Now, the reason that communication came up is because, again, we have the full moon in Sagittarius, and Sagittarius is known as being, uh, you know, kind of direct, and oftentimes there's a, um, uh, you know, thought that Sagittarius is often caught with their foot in their mouth because they'll just speak or just say whatever it is that comes to mind without even processing if it's appropriate or um, not meaning to offend or, you know, say something that may cause discomfort. They're just free-spirited and, you know, they're like wildfire and they just say things. So (laughs) that made me think of communication, but more importantly, because our sun is in Gemini. And the sign of Gemini is ruled by the planet Mercury, which is the planet or the energy associated with communication. Mercury was the um, messenger. And how we communicate, as well as Gemini being one who just wants information, blending those two energies together made me think about this our communication, and how it's even shaping our life experience. So we have the full moon in Sagittarius, which is, you know, adventurous. It's all about the energy of expansion. So today you may want to consider what you are expanding into or beyond. What do you want to experience? 
Now, whatever you're full of during this full moon, how will you aim or direct that energy? You know, Sagittarius is the archer. So what are you aiming for? Or again, how will you direct the energy to support whatever it is you want to experience? And how is your communication playing a part in this? Now, oftentimes our communication with ourselves (laughs) is the big uh, component in terms of what it is we aim for or what it is we're experiencing. Are you listening to the communication, the thoughts, the ideas of other people? Is that creating any uh, challenge or doubt or boundary around what you aim for? Are there old stories and ideas playing in your mind that cause you to question what you actually want? This is a good time to get clear. Now again, the sun is in Gemini. And Gemini will really bring to the forefront whatever it is you are curious about. What do you want to know? And this Gemini energy will support you in networking and getting out there and starting to ask questions. Wanting to understand various points of view. To inform yourself in order to make better decisions or to clarify Now, what is it that you are seeking? Who are you connecting with for information? And which questions are you asking? You know, we are often seeking answers, right? We're seeking answers, seeking answers. But the key prior is making sure that we're asking the right questions. When you ask questions that will lead you more in a direction of what will support your forward movement, that's like, that's the good stuff, right? And instead of trying so hard to find the right answer, which will oftentimes cause you to spin your wheels, you can, again, take the lead of Gemini and allow yourself to Ask the question and then seek answers all over the place, taking all with a grain of salt, not making any one answer right, but instead give yourself an opportunity to live into the experience around whatever it is you're asking. Follow the breadcrumbs, so to speak for the answers to reveal themselves to you. And the beauty about life, the beauty about this work that you start to come to realize is that answers for us change. And the answers change because our level of understanding changes. As we allow ourselves to have experience, we start to widen our lens and understand from a higher point of view, which then helps us to realize that we don't really know anything at all, which then again comes back to no answer being definitive. But we live into the experience around the questions. 
we seek the information, ideas, points of view all across the board just to kind of piece together what makes sense for us, what resonates with us. And again, it takes away the hamster wheel of giving so much attention to finding just one right answer. And the truth is, as we go, our questions may change, you know. So one of the things to do um, for your full moon ritual today, considering the energy of both Gemini and Sagittarius, is to first take time to sink into yourself and notice what you are full of. Are you full of questions? (laughs) Are you full of information that you want to release or share? Are you full of ideas and inspiration? What are you full of? And again, how will you aim and direct that energy? Then tune into Gemini and consider what are the questions that you have around this? How will you get this done? What is it you want to understand? Who can support you? Who can you ask? What research may need to be done? There is so much potential, you know, like the potential of outcome. And all of it is really uh, dependent on what it is we are willing to show up and actually put action into. You know, we can get stuck in the ideas of impossibility. We can get stuck in the energy of fear and doubt. And in that stuckness, we don't really move forward. But... The only reasoning is us. We're the cause of the pause. We are the cause of the movement. So consider how you can support yourself today in movement, whatever that may be. Movement of healing, movement of creation. Okay, so... When we blend these two together, Sagittarius is the um, element of fire and Gemini is the element of air. And of course, fire needs air to breathe. So when we bring these two elements together and thinking about communication as a whole, one thing you want to consider during this full moon energy and you know over the next few weeks is with this air supporting fire, Are you allowing this energy to fan the flames? Are you being reactive? Is this energy um, explosive for you? Are you giving too much air? And remember, the element of air is all about thought. Are you thinking too much, causing the fire to be chaotic and all over the place? Or are you able to temper the fire, temper the mind? I'm sorry, temper the air, (laughs) temper the mind. And allow this fire to be inspired. To be excited by new ideas and new possibility. To direct that energy, that action with clarity, with purpose. 
Are you igniting new inspiration and ideas? Now, another thing that's interesting about this combination is that Gemini um, really relates to knowledge. And it's about information, gathering information. Remember, you know, Gemini will gather information through research, through talking to people, communication, networking, just a gathering of information. Whereas Sagittarius, that energy is more obtaining wisdom through experience. Maybe you gain some wisdom through your travels, through experiencing other cultures. Maybe you obtain wisdom through um, higher learning. Maybe you obtain wisdom through what you've learned in the experience of relationship, whatever it may be. But both of these energies really support Mm -hmm. expansion of the mind in some way. Now, again, back to the beginning, your communication is key to what? And especially during this full moon, it's a good time to consider this because, you know, it's a good time to connect with ourselves, to see ourselves, to allow yourself to be fully illuminated by the moon. What is it that you are expressing and how? Now, sometimes we get um, in a cycle of, we'll say, of emotional response, right? And when we are communicating from a very emotional place, it's oftentimes because what we are holding on to is being ignored, being ignored by us, or perhaps we don't feel seen and heard by others. And just a side note to that, sometimes we hide our true emotion so it comes out in an emotional mess, right? So if we are in this emotional response where our emotions are being ignored to some degree, you may find that you are easily triggered. You may find yourself responding in outbursts. You may find yourself um, just responding and reacting in ways that don't seem to make much sense or seem almost like little tantrums. And it's because there is some emotion that isn't being fully acknowledged or fully um, understood fully witnessed. And so it comes out in a way of, I am going to be seen somehow, some way, which, you know, we can manage differently. We also have these cycles where our responses may be coming from fear or how we're communicating is based in fear or even, you know, again, hurt. And when we are communicating from a space of fear, you may find or observe that you're being manipulative. You're not being direct. You may be being passive aggressive. And if that's what you're noticing, you want to ask yourself, what are you afraid of? Are you afraid of being vulnerable? 
Are you afraid of being wrong? Are you afraid of being told no? Are you afraid of how you will be seen or perceived if you are just direct and honest? Every aspect of how we are communicating can reveal to us something about what it is we are holding on to. It's another tool that helps us to mm, gain some clarity around ourselves. And that's what the work is about, right? But what about when you are able to communicate from a space that is heart-centered? When you are recognizing that your mode of communication is honest, when you allow yourself to communicate from a space of vulnerability, when you allow yourself to be seen and clearly articulate what it is you feel or what it is you think or what it is you're questioning, that's heart-centered communication. When you allow yourself to say, I don't know. When you allow yourself to say, I apologize. When you allow yourself to say, that hurts or I understand. When you allow yourself to communicate forgiveness, it's all heart-centered. When you allow yourself to say, this is what I dream of. This is what I desire. This is what I am inspired to do without regard to what other people may say or think. That's heart-centered communication. So, again, if you look at how you are communicating, what you are communicating, it will speak a lot to where you are at any given time. Now, another thing around this um, I wanted to talk about is clarity. Having clarity in our communication, which again, in all fairness, can be like uh, things can run amok <laughs> during the full moon because we are also tending to emotion. But again, when we have an awareness of that, we are more um, able to manage ourselves. But when we think about clarity, we have the aspect of being logical. We also have the aspect of, you know, being emotional and having clarity around all of that. So think of this way when, you know, you want to communicate that you know something, you know, <laughs> sometimes when you want to communicate that you are well versed in something or you want to teach or express or who knows. I mean, just that logical communication, right? The communication that stems just from the analytical mind. You may reference books. You may research to try to find facts, those types of things, which can be really great. But of course, in that, make sure you check your ego. I'm not going to get into that, but I'm sure you know what I mean. We also have the ability to clarify um, from an emotional state. And when we communicate from that space of emotion, we're usually more uh, apt to tell stories, to speak to what it is that we feel. We may reference more of our own personal experience. We're sharing our point of view. 
And when we want to be clear in that, you also want to check um, ego. Because sometimes our ego, especially when communicating from an emotional space, can have us very biased. But when we're able to look from a higher point of view, we can communicate our emotion with more understanding and more relatability. I hope that makes sense. So when we actually go a step further in this, we can communicate also intuitively, which is often not spoken about or not um, throughout our lives, but you're listening to Reiki Radio, so surely you've probably considered this by now. (laughs) But communicating intuitively, it's without bias, and that, that is more neutral. It is more solid in the knowing. It is more just a matter of fact. Now, we have the ability to communicate in all of these modes, and each of them serves a purpose in helping us to clarify. So, when you are communicating, also acknowledge what space you are communicating from. How does it support the information that you are communicating? And what would happen if you allowed the blend? The blend is really good, especially when we are trying to communicate with other people because we all process differently. So if you come only from a space of logic and facts, you may lose a lot of people. If you come from a space of only emotion, you may lose a lot of people. Even if you come from an intuitive space, well, you have better chance because you may be communicating in a way that will speak to your audience. Or you can also blend the emotional sharing stories along with the logic and facts. And then you have a broader uh, range of delivery. So now another piece of this is how does your mode, whether logical, emotional, intuitive, what does that reveal about what you're working through? Sometimes the mode of communication that we're more prone to may speak to something that we are working through in terms of how we share our voice. And this is the little ego piece that I alluded to. Sometimes if we lack confidence about something, we may overdo it on the logic side because we want to be known or seen as someone who is intelligent. You know, if we are someone who um, is really wanting to feel seen or heard, we may stick a lot and only really to emotional communication, always wanting to share some aspect of our own story. Now, there's a difference when we're doing it for um, relatability or understanding But again, we can look at it and be honest with ourselves about what our mode may reveal about what we are holding. Now, are you communicating at any given time? You know, we communicate at different times to express different things and whatever. But are you communicating to be understood? Are you communicating to teach? 
Are you communicating something to understand yourself? You know, sometimes we share stories or talk through things to process our own thought and emotion. Are you communicating just to move energy, to get something off of your chest? Now, the reason I bring this up today is because it is just another layer of self-observation and understanding ourselves in more ways, but also really starting to consider another um, aspect of the influence we have and the information that we have available at any time that can point us back inward towards ourselves. Isn't that interesting? I mean, when you think about it, and I think a lot of times we take it for granted, what we are expressing outwardly is a direct reflection of what is going on with us internally. Tune into your communication and how your modes and how your ways are shaping your path. How your communication may be influencing or impacting your relationships. What your communication is revealing about something that you may be ready to work through or acknowledge. How you communicate in different environments with different people. What does that say about the energy you hold? Now this leads me to the uh, last piece that I wanted to talk about, which is spell casting. I joke with um, people that I work with all the time when they say, I can't, or I always, or I never. I tell them, watch the way you're casting spells. Our words are powerful. Not only are they a reflection of what we are holding in consciousness, which in of itself is quite powerful, and the seed of what you manifest, but it Once you put it out there and you keep telling yourself certain stories again and again, you are casting a spell that is either keeping you in the same loop of um, patterning, the same loop of experience, the same loop of behavior. If you want to change your alignment, if you want to change your course or direction, you oftentimes just have to change your mind. And when you change your mind, you change your words, you change what you speak, you, you change your spells, what you cast out into the universe. So again, your communication is big. How does your communication influence your path and what you're creating? How does your communication reveal to you what you are allowing yourself to experience or what you are preventing yourself from growing into. Watch your words. Again, watch how you behave. Watch how you express. If you're an artist, look at what you are creating. What is the energy of the, or the tone or the inspiration behind it? And what does all of this reveal about what you hold or what it is you may be working through? Now, 
The intuitive communication, um, I know that a lot of people struggle with this. And one of the things I will say, because it is uh, one of the modes of communication that may be newer for you, or um, maybe one that you doubt a little more. And it's just because it takes practice. I mean, simply, truly, it takes practice. And it also requires our trust. And the only way you will trust your intuitive communication is through your practice. And as you continue to um, intentionally work with that, the flow of information starts to smooth out and you start to be able to communicate uh, with that intuitive mind with more ease. You start to align more with your intuitive channel of communication. And if you need support in that, I do have an online course. It's 12 modules that takes you through the process of developing your own intuition. You can get more information of that on my website, which is uchi.com, and the course is called Intuitive Mastery. So there are so many ways that we are influencing our life experience and there are so many ways that we can identify how we are influencing it. Your communication is key. So I hope that there is something in today's episode that spoke to you. Hopefully you will connect with yourself tonight and make um, use of this full moon energy, really tuning into what you are full of and again, choosing how you will direct that energy, how you will direct the movement of that energy of whatever it is that you may be full of, using it in support of you and that you will allow yourself to start asking questions and living into the experience to reveal the answers for yourself, remembering that not all answers are definitive and that's okay. What we want may evolve and change What we desire may evolve and change. Everything is shifting and changing and expanding and growing. And you play a part in all of it. So that is all for today. Um, We have so much beautiful, interesting energy coming up in the month of June. We will be dancing with Gemini and the sign of Cancer, as well as we have the summer solstice um, towards the end of June. So a lot more coming up, a lot more to share with you. Hope to see you in the Seeker Circle. And remember to always journey in love.